0: Hey, this is Eric Olivares, pastor at Axios Church in Lakeland, Florida, and this is our podcast. Axios' mission is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. We hope this message encourages you and uplifts you throughout your week. Enjoy the message. Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year. Besides the hustle and bustle, it is truly the most wonderful time of the year, Not because, not only because of the gifts and the family time, and all the food that we eat, and just the time we have with the people that we love, it's also important because it reminds us that we're celebrating, as believers, the birth of Jesus. The birth of Jesus, the King of Kings, the Messiah, the Holy One, the Chosen One, Emmanuel God with us. You see, we, it's not only about the gifts, it's not only about the, the things that we get. We get to celebrate this moment, the birth of Jesus Christ, and us as believers is the joyous time, because it's the beginning of our redemption through Christ Jesus. See, a baby in, the, uh, in Bethlehem gave us life, and life to the, the most abundance is like we said be, last week, before the cross, before the grave, there was a baby in the manger. A baby in the manger and there is the beginning of our redemption in our life and today as we were talking about the nativity story the the movie that we're we're referencing is elf and elf revolves around a man who is about six foot whatever and he thinks he's an elf and uh this movie was made in 2003 and um the, the movie, who, who's the kind of people, who likes just regular Christmas movies? Raise your hand. Just regular Christmas movies. All right. Some of you got to change your mind in just a little bit, okay? Um, who likes Hallmark movies? Okay. See, you can't be picking both, all right? See, there's two types of people, all right? They're the, the Christmas movie people, you know, the elf and Frosty the Snowman. And then there's the Hallmark people. You know what I'm talking about? Where the Hallmark people, I can tell you every Hallmark movie right now, okay? There's this guy he's either a prince or just a, a, a person that uh, that has like a, a multi-million dollar company and one day they just realize oh my gosh I need to find love okay and they go to a random place probably I- Ireland or England or something like that and they find this random person just happened to be right where they're at you know and then they, they just go and, and out of nowhere they go on a date and then they're like oh I might like this person or I might not like this person and then realize happily ever after they come and they become the prince of this of this magical castle, and it's you know, a hallmark—that's a hallmark movie for you right there. Pretty accurate, right? How about the, how about men? You know your 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 wives are watching this hallmark movie, and you're trying to be like, not <laughs> watching stuff. And then out of nowhere, you're just standing in front of the TV like soaked in. Don't don't call don't call my man out like that, all right? I'm that person. It's the difference. But in this movie, Elf, we see here a human was raised by elves, and he himself doesn't know that he is human. Besides the fact that every household item is, is tiny compared to him, one day he, he has this, he hears over this conversation with these two elves, and those elves spilled the beans, and Buddy realized real quick that he is human that he is human. Then he goes to Papa Elf, and Papa Elf gives him the Ancestry.com version of how he got there, and he realized real quick that he has a dad in New York City, okay? Every Christmas story has to be revolved around New York City, okay? Nobody comes to Lakeland, Florida, Okay, New York City. And, and then Buddy goes to New York, finds his dad, but Buddy was a little bit different He didn't fit the mold of the New York style. And at the end of the day, Buddy saved Christmas and helped Santa with his sleigh. An unusual, an unorthodox, a strange human elf man saved Christmas. Saved Christmas. I love this story because through all the funny jokes and everything, the purpose of Buddy didn't change just because he was different. See, he was in an, a, 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 a what seemed normal situation, New York City, and he didn't fit the mold of that, and he was different. But at the end of the day, that doesn't mean that his purpose never changed, was to save Christmas, was to bring cheer for all to hear. And as I was reading the, the nativity story, it kind of paralleled with one of the characters in the, in the, in the story, an unusual a special, an unorthodox character brings joy to the world. And yes, we're talking about Jesus' mama, Mary. Mary, a, a, a person that shouldn't be really in the story, brings the main character to the story. And we're going to talk about today how being special is the thing We need to live out. How being different is the way we need to live out? See, let's read here the the Mary's account in the Nativity story. It goes to Luke chapter 1, verse 26 and 38. Let's give some context to what we're talking about today. It said here, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel named Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin Pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin name was Mary, and the angel went to her and said, Greetings, you have been highly favored. Everybody say highly favored. Amen. You've been highly favored, and the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled, as everybody would. This is an awkward situation. An angel just pops up and you're just supposed to be normal. It said he she was troubled. She was troubled at the words and wondering what kind of greeting this must be and the, And the angel said to her, "Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor I say favor yeah. you have found favor with the God, and I will, and you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will call him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne over his Father." David, and he will reign Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. And Mary says, How would this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. And the angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One will be born with, be called a son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, has a child at her old age, and he will be, and he will said, to be unable to conceive in her sixth month. No one, for no word from God will ever fail. And 38 says, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your words be fulfilled in me. And then the angel left. Let me give you a little perspective of what just happened. So there's a 14-year-old girl just living her daily life. She's about to be married to this man named Joseph. And then the angel of the Lord came to Mary and said, Mary, you're going to be a baby. <laughs> you're going to have a kid, have a child. Not only are you going to have a child, this child is going to be like the best child in the world. This is going to be the one The Messiah, you know, the ones that your relatives and the the ones that your grandma and your grandpa and all those people that they talked about this Messiah. Guess what? The Messiah is going to come through you. And the one thing that he said, he said, you know why that the Messiah is going to come through you? Is this one thing called favor? Favor. It didn't say Mary had all the credentials. It didn't say Mary had all the resources. It didn't say that Mary, Mary's mother and father knew this person of this person, so that's why she needs to hold the greatest miracle ever told. No, it said the way that Mary was able to carry the promise because she was favored. Favored. What does what this favored means? It means to be preferred or recommended. That means there was something different about Mary. That means there was something special about Mary. That means there was something that was appealing about Mary. How could this young girl with no qualifications hold the promise of the world in her? The question is today, how do we become favored? How do we become favored in God's eyes? You don't really talk about this stuff all the time, you know, because it's Mary. You know, like, Mary's Jesus' mom. But before Mary was Jesus' mom, Mary was just a little girl in Galilee, in Nazareth. There was nothing special about her. There was nothing that was, that was, but there was something, there was a spirit in her, a little bit different, that got the eye of God and said, hey, that's the one. Favor. Favor. See, Mary probably acted a little different. She was probably a little different in a lot of things in her life. I think she was special because her yes was without question. When the angel of the Lord came to her and gave her this huge news, listen, this news was going to change everything about her life. This news was was going to was gonna put a target on her back. This news was going to change the the the, the her future. It was going to change everything. And Mary in the moment said yes to a grand plan. How can a little a 14-year-old girl do that favor? Favor. See, God chose God God chose us to be different because whatever is growing on the inside is bigger than us just being normal. See, the calling on your life, the favor on your life, is too big. What what is growing on the inside? Mary was growing the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords in her. Imagine the pressure. I can't screw this up. I can't. I'll be eating. I'll be doing. I'll be doing every diet possible that's very healthy. We ain't eating cheeseburgers right now, Joseph. Okay. We're, it's, it's, it's all vegetables. Because if I screw this up, this is not only me. This is the world. <laughs> See, the pressure. But, but just being normal is not good enough anymore. Can I tell you that today? That life normal doesn't equate to favor. Oh, man, I'm going to, whoo. Because this is good stuff. You need to know that if you're trying to be normal in this world, you will not obtain the promise. Because Mary, there was a consequence to her yes. She could have been killed. could Her family could have just thrown her aside because having a child outside of marriage was a huge thing back in those days. Some people, some accounts say that they will take the lady and put her in the middle of the town and stone her to death just because she got pregnant outside of marriage. So here comes the angel. Hey, Mary, you're going to be, you're going to have a baby. You also got to tell Joseph. Imagine Joseph. Hold up. Married. Do we need to go to the doctor, a little cruiser? You know, what, what happened? What did you eat? Because this situation, we, we, we put this in the Hollywood realm of like, ooh, the Hallmark movie. This was an awkward situation. For Jesus to come forth, there had to be a, a, a young lady to say yes to even some things that are going to be out of her comfort zone. preaching a little bit too much today because the reality is I am calling you out of your comfort because in your comfort, you will never give give birth to the promise. In your comfort, you can never step into your calling. The reality is this, normal gets you nowhere. Favor gets the promise delivered in your life. And favored can do that. I truly believe that God calls each and every one of us favored in his eyes. But the question is, are you okay with the crazy calling that God has on your life? That might be a nurse. Everybody's not called to be on stage like this and be a pastor or be a missionary. Don't take your calling outside of this platform. Where you are, you are called. Are you being the hands and feet of God in the place you are called to right now? Are you showing his love? Are you showing his, his, his peace, his kindness? Or are you just, are you cussing out the boss? Or, or just because you got a little bit of a promotion and now you're the boss, now you're looking down on the people that you used to be your friends. Is that favor? Because the reality is this, we have to live out what God has called us to be birthed in. Are you willing to say yes to the inconvenience in your life? It was not convenient for Mary to have a baby in the time that she was in. But, it, but the way that she walked into her destiny, she had to die to herself and say yes to the calling that God had for her. Are we saying yes to Jesus every day? The Bible calls us to be different, not normal not status quo not like everybody else we need to be different to obtain favor in first peter chapter 2 verse 9 it says it like this but you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation his own what special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who are called out of the darkness into his marvelous like some some versions say this word peculiar. You're a peculiar kind of person. What does that mean? It means strange. It means odd, uncommon, unusual, distinctively in nature or character from others. That was Webster. That ain't King James right there, okay. It says a di- distinct in nature or character from others peculiar like different the reason why buddy and the reason why you today shouldn't be shouldn't fit the mold is because you were never meant to fit the mold let me just let me just speak some 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 life in you today you were never meant to fit that that you were never meant to fit that friend group why is it awkward sometimes because you were never meant to fit in Oh, why, why is, if, if you're single, why, why am I not meshing with this person? Maybe you're never meant to fit in. God has called us to be different, peculiar, different. We are, we are a special people. Are we living that out? Or are we just staying in the background, just living normal, just like everybody else? Because Mary had to be different to hold something different. <laughs> this is... Mary had to be different to hold something different. If you want something normal, then just be normal. But if you want something that is crazy, that God is working something great in your life, you have to be different. You have to be Mary. Why did God use this 14-year-old this girl to do this huge purpose? Because she was different. God doesn't look at your age. God doesn't look at your color. God doesn't look at your personality. God doesn't look at your money to bring forth purpose. He doesn't say, hey, this person has six figures in the bank. He's going to live my, I'm putting more purpose in his life. Oh, this person is white, green, yellow, blue, purpose. Oh, six years old, six years old. No purpose, purpose. He doesn't look at that stuff. What he looks at is a heart willing to say yes. Yeah, right. And that's where Mary was. She said yes to this crazy purpose in her life. So as Christians, as believers, how do we live this different life in a crazy normal world? This is how we do it. In 1 Timothy 4, verse 12 says like this. Let no one despise you of your youth, but be a, but be a believer. An example in what? Speech? conduct, love, faith, and purity. Let this be the starting point of you being different. Let's talk about the first one in your speech. You better get your steel toe boots on in your speech. What you say determines how you live. What you say determines how you live. It, it, it says it clearly in Proverbs chapter 18. It says, from the fruit of man's mouth, his stomach is satisfied. He is satisfied from the yielding of his lips. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. We as peculiar people, we need to be different In our speech, what are some ways? There's so many ways I can talk. We can just have a whole sermon series on this right now, but I'm going to talk about just two ways that you can start being a little different and live out the purpose that is inside of you. Number one is you have to have faith talk. Faith talk. You have to live with with faith coming out. Because in Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by what? the word of god we don't need to live in fear we need to live in faith we cannot change a world if we're living without faith cuz faith is the thing that gets us gets us into God's will. It's a thing that really just just changes our life. People are looking at us and we're like, How are they crazy and going to church? How are they crazy and giving? How are they going crazy and they're 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 serving? How are they doing all these things? It's faith. It's faith is actually believing that God is working in my life. I might not see it. I it might not be apparent right now But I still, I have faith that he's still in control. But if we're living life always like, oh, you know those people, how's your day? Whoa. Let me just tell you. And you're like, oh, God. It's every time. But us as different people, it's not just being a It's not being fake, but here's the reality. People are looking at us to be different because they're looking for something different. So if we're supposed to be the hands and feet of Jesus, there's something that we can be happy about. So when somebody comes to us and you know they're down and you start like peddling with what they're dealing with, like if you're like, oh, oh, me too, sister. Let me just tell you that, yeah, your your boss, oh, oh, yeah, he treat me like that too. How are we bringing faith in the midst of that? How are we bringing hope in the midst of that? Us as believers, we have to talk a little different. Oh, I'm down. That person comes, oh, I'm just down. Hey, can I pray for you today? And don't be the kind of person like, I'll pray for you. (laughs) Hey, can we pray right now? I'm just giving you a little bit of practical things. Can, can we pray right now? Because different people do different things. Normal people are like, I'll pray for you. You know you're not gonna pray for them. We pray right now. Oh, you need somebody, you need somebody, you need you need somebody to uplift you. Hey, let's let's do it right now. Different people speak in faith. Speak in faith. Another way we can. Speak uh differently as different peoples. We have worryless speech. Worryless speech. We can all be worried about everything, especially in 2021. You can be worried about everything. I mean, you turn on the news for five seconds. There's something happened over there. There's a. a, a, a Something happened over here. You're going to get sick here. You're not going to get sick here. You're going to lose money here. You're going to probably gain money here. You can be worried about anything. You look at your bank account, you're like, where's my check? (laughs) You can literally be worried about everything and live life full of anxiety. It's easy to live life with anxiety. That's where the enemy wants you to stay. But us being different people, peculiar people, we're like, hey, I can be worried, but I'm still effective. See, in Proverbs 12, verse 25, it says, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. A good word makes I I don't let circumstances or worry determine my speech. Worry may come, but my purpose is still growing on the inside. See, some of us are so worried that we don't, we don't even recognize there's, there's something growing on the inside. That purpose is still growing. We're so worried, focused on worry and worry and worry and worry, you don't know that God is doing something on the inside of you, and something's going to come forth on the inside of you, but you have to put your attention to the purpose and not the worry all the time. It's so easy to worry. I'm not saying uh, like live life like all fake and everything. I'm just saying like hey, worry's gonna come. But you have the you what you speak brings what? Life and death. See, do you don't think Mary was worried? <laughs> Mary was worried. There was there's the pressure of the world was on her. But what did she say? God, whatever you have to do, do it within me. The purpose is, some, is most of the time worth it, it's worth it. This pain I'm feeling now, yeah, it sucks, but it's worth it because I know the purpose is gonna be greater than my pain. Stop worrying and trust the process. Number two, what does it say? It said it was speech. Number two is what? Conduct, conduct. How do we act around people? Are you one of those people that I call chameleon people? You know, they, they become who they're around. When you're at church, you're like, oh, Shabbat, how But when you're at, at work, you're like, F and all this stuff, you know. You, you can't be two different people. Matter of fact, the Bible says this. If you're lukewarm, if you're trying to play both ways, it's like vomit to God's mouth. He's like, I don't like that stuff. See, when people look at you, do they say, hey, this person's different? Or they say, hey, this person's just like us? I'm asking the question. <laughs> Answer it for your life. Do they say, hey, I want, this person's a strange. This this person's a little a little different. They don't, they don't talk like we talk. They, they don't act like we, we we act. And most of the time, people want to know why. And there, boom. This is why. I'm changed. God transformed my life. And there's your avenue to witness to somebody. Sometimes you don't need a Bible to be like, the Lord is coming. You know the To repent, you're going to hell. How many people are getting saved by that? Sometimes the greatest witness is the way you act. Because people, when people are different, that's why all these artists are all famous now. Because they're weird. Their music is trash. It's garbage. Whatever happened to music? But you know why? People attract to them because they just do stuff weird. They just do stuff a little different. Their style is a little different. Their, their, their way that they use their music is a little different. You know why? Because different is attractive. All you single people, you don't want the normal person. You don't want the normal person. All you all your ladies, you're like, I just, I just want a good man. And the good man passes you by and you're like, oh, I want, the, I want, I want that guy because that guy's riding a motorcycle. He got tattoos already. You want the bad guy, huh? Because it's a little different. There's a a little different. Different is attractive. Different is attractive. So us as believers, we have to be different in the way we act around people. Not only the way we act around people, how about the way we act when nobody's around? Here's the reality. Whatever you hide will show in your characters with others. We need to be People that I'm the same when I'm in front of you, and I'm the same when I'm not in front of you. Character is not made in front of people. Character is made when no one is looking. Why, does we do, why do we do this? Because we're different. Because we're different. Now, the, the, the next one, what it says, we need to be different in our what? Love. In our love. Do we love others that don't look like us? Do we love, do, do we speak? Um, do, we, do we love people that don't speak like us? Do we love people that don't, they're not on the same tracks as us? Do we love people that don't agree with us? Do we love? Our love shows how different we are. I love our church. Look around. We got red, blue, green, yellow, uh, all of it. You know why? Because this is heaven. This is how heaven is supposed to be. But far too long, us as the church, we're like, we only are going to be attractive to just our people. We're not going to love our people. We, we, love from, you know, the, we love from afar. What crap is that? God, God, what if God said, hey, I'm going to love you from afar? Sometimes you, I wish you, <laughs> if I was God, I'd be loving you way far. But God said, no, I love you no matter what. And If we're a representation of Jesus Christ, the one that loved, one the one that the one that, got, the one that people were so mad at him that they crucified him because they, he hung out with the people that nobody wanted to hang out with he loved different. John first John chapter four and eight anyone who does not, does not love does not know God because God is love. Here's the thing, love, God, God being love is not something that He just switches on. It's His nature. Yeah. There's a difference. Us as, us, us as humans, we have a switch. I want to love you whenever you, when I agree with you. Oh, when when you when you can do something for me. Oh, I love you, girl. I'm gonna post you. I'm gonna tag you. We have a switch on our love. But God God is not, he don't have a switch. He is love. His his very nature is love. So us as believers, as representations of him, we need to become love to this world. We need to show love no matter what. If If you say you love God, you cannot hate his people. You can't love God and hate his people. And call it love. No, we got to love. We got to love genuinely. We got to love no matter what, whatever color, whatever whatever side of the tracks you're at. We love because if God, look at it like this, Jacoby, come down. If, or whoever's playing, JP. This is how I look at it sometimes. If God took the time to create this person, yeah, this person might not look like me. He might not talk like me. He might not smell like me. He might, if, if God took the time to create this person, shouldn't I give this person worth and show love? Because if the Bible, if we really truly believe the Bible, if he says he gives and he what? Takes away. That means that he gave us this gift of you. You're a gift to me, and I'm a gift to you. You're welcome. <laughs> if we really took it down to, to, to the true, just practical, we complicate things so much, and we put, we put a, a, a stamp on when I do love and when I don't love. No, 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 we, we are love. We are God. If God for God so love the world that he gave his one and only son we need to be love. and last last one well it's two more but I'll go real quick Number, uh, the other one's purity purity we always look at this word as, as a sexual thing purity Ooh, don't have sex promise me <laughs> Yes, it it has to do with a sexual thing. And you gotta take care, especially you you single people, you gotta gotta be aware of that, like you have to stay pure. But, But purity can go other ways too. How about this? The first one, how about this? We need to be pure in our motives. Pure in our motives. Proverbs chapter 21 verse two says, "'Every way of a man is right in his own eyes.' but the Lord weighs the heart. We need to keep our motives pure because it's not about my glory. It's about His. If you're doing something, check your motives and see if it's pure. If it's for your gain, it's not a pure motive if it's for the betterment betterment of the kingdom of god or 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 your check your motives another thing that we need to check is check is be pure in our genuineness people can read through fake real quick we need to be pure in being genuine romans chapter I don't, I don't want you to think it, I'm just saying stuff. I'm just going straight from the word, all right? Here's the thing. It says, love, let's love be what? Genuine. Adore evil. Hold fast to what is good. We need to have genuine in our approach because people read through fake. And here's the reality. Fake messes up your witness. You ever seen the, what is the, um, the, the kid that cried wolf? I think that's what it is, right? The boy that cried wolf, whatever. Like, I don't really know the story, but he cried wolf. And he was, he was fake a couple times, but then when it was really true, like he cried wolf and he was, you know, it was there to help him. If we're genuine with people, like all the time, they don't have to question us. They're not the question. but if you're a little fake here, and it's just a little bit, you know, like, yeah, girl, you know, it's just a little fake, fake here, a little fake here. When it comes to time when you want to be true and be a witness, your witness is messed up because being genuine matters. Being genuine matters because God can't bless who you pretend to be. God can't bless who you pretend to be. And the last one is faith. Mary needed faith to trust the angel. Faith is thinking outside of what we can do. It's being different. It's living out a different lifestyle. We do not live outside of our, we don't, we don't live only in our abilities. We live by faith in what he's doing in our life. Now, as I close, you know what's a mindset that holds us back from growth in our life? The mindset that says, I don't really care what people say. I'm going to do me. Whatever people say about me, I don't care. You know that's holding you back from your growth? Let me show you why. In, in, in a way, it's true. We don't need to really care. You know, like, if you know, but in a way, it's also a lie. Because sometimes what people are saying is what we need to grow in. Well, we're, 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 We don't want to put the mirror in front of us and say, Man, I need to change. See, sometimes what people are saying, we need to grow in. It's not, and people, you all hear this all the time. Oh, they're just judging me. Stop judging me. Sometimes it's not judgment, it's called accountability. We don't like accountability because accountability is makes us examine our motives, our genuineness, our love, our faith, everything, our speech. It makes us check us. And when you check me, the bows come out. But you get to check everybody else. Oh, you saw her. She was gossiping. While you're gossiping while, you're talking about somebody gossiping while you're gossiping. Can we just be real for a minute? We cannot be effectively different in the world if we can accept accountability to change our perspectives. And if we need to be different, norm is not the answer. Being normal is not the answer, but being favored is something I need to work on in an all day basis. And it starts with my speech. It starts with my conduct. It starts with my love. It starts with my pure motives. It starts with my faith. Let us continually have the benchmark to examine our life through the verse of 1 Timothy. If you want somewhere to start unchanging, how about start changing this week your speech a little bit? When you speak faith speak faith. How about if you want to change something, how about the conduct, how you act around people, how you don't act around people? How about your love? Do we need a love genuine? How about our purity? How about our faith? You want somewhere to start, start there. Because when we start looking at these things in our life, it's not about perfection. It's about continually pursuing the purpose that is on the inside of us. Purpose won't come out unless we do something. So here's the thing. I remember when we first had Elijah, oh, just had Elijah. I was just there. But I remember the changes that came with having a baby. Like, there were some changes that just happened. Obviously, about the belly grew. You know? Mood swings. Um, just be careful, I love you. But there was also intentional changes that we had to have. We had to, before, you know, we looked at little plugs and we're like, hey, those are plugs. But now you gotta spend money to put the little plastic things in the plugs. And I have a Puerto Rican mama. She's like, there are going to get. The spoon and put it in there. <laughs> but not only were there like changes that happened naturally, there always had to be changes that had to be intentionally as well. You know why? Because the baby's coming. The crib is great in the box, but it's not effective if you don't put it together. So intentionally, we had to Those Allen wrenches, you know what I'm talking about? That strip, they strip it all the time. You had to be intentional. So how do you prepare for the promise to come out? You have to do something about it. And for us to be different, as Mary was favored, Mary was looked at different we have to be favored and we have to look different in our lives. how can i examine my speech how i can examine my love we need to be different because the world is dying and hurting and doesn't need normal anymore they need people that are on fire for god they need people in their work. they need people in their prayer closet they need people that are fasting for them are you different enough to be the hands and feet for someone else too normal, we have to be the change, we have to step up, we have to be intentional, because the purpose on the inside is going to come out, but it won't come out if we're not living a life that is different in this world, we can't change being normal, we can only be effective being different. you again for joining us here at axios hey to hear more messages just like this go ahead and subscribe to this channel if you want more information about axios go to axioschurch.com there you can get more information give and connect remember we love you and we're in this together